could have called me back. And oh, we're up. humans, bro. You know. That's what we do. You know. We release. <laughs> you love releasing, though. <laughs> Yo, every time Jaw called me, she's taking a shit, bro. Yo, I cannot make lending myself. Oh I cannot my make this God. up. You really do. I'm like, what you doing right now? Taking a poop. What? I'm cleansing. Yo, I'm hey, right she now. got me more comfortable with like talking while I'm taking the shit. Like, see, thank you. What's see, I'm this, shit right now. we need more people like us in this world. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> see, like, already fucking what's know. weird about But she lets you know off the rip. Like, I'm pooping right now. I'm like, what? We I'm can hang up. I'm like, we can hang up. It's like, nah, just stay on the phone. I'm like, what? <laughs> you be hearing everything yeah. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'd be like, can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, jo- I, I heard it, John. <laughs> it's I'm all a, good. I'm it's a loud love. pooper, so I just mute myself. I realize that sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I be talking yeah. English, that shit get dead quiet. I said, "Nigga, where you at?" Yeah. Yeah. I know, but that ass, I be like, "Nigga, <laughs> I be releasing, I be <laughs> be all that shit." Ew. I got to, I gotta mute that. Straight yeah. ripping his ass. <laughs> yeah, Candy's a real ass friend though. Every time, bro, she comes with me when I got to take a dookie. I don't oh know yeah, I don't it don't up. matter what it smell like. She there. None of my get the beat. Chill, nigga. No matter what it smell like. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. It is a show number 235. Yes. You already know. We out in this bitch. It is a Sunday. I am pulling double duty today. I am doing two podcasts today because I'm a dumbass and I double booked. That's a, that's a thing that I did today. I didn't tell you guys this before that, but that definitely happened. I had somebody hit me up like yesterday and was just like, yo, what time am I coming in tomorrow? And I was like, you're not coming in tomorrow. (laughs) And then I had to check my shit and my messages and realize, yes, I did tell somebody else that they were coming in today as well. So that is a thing. That's not going to be till later. Right now, we got a packed house in the trap house. It's a beautiful sight to see. I'm very happy. I'm meeting a new face and having some old friends here. It's a good time. It's a good time. Definitely. It's a beautiful Sunday here in Orlando. I will go around the room real fast. To my right, the original person coming in, we got the man, second time in the trap house, but first time in the actual trap house. Yes, sir. We got Mondrian Loop in the B. What up, what up, what up? You can get even closer to that microphone, too. What up, world? Yes, 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 indeed. Please uh, shout out your stuff real fast where people can find you. Yo, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And Mondrian Loop. Any music? I got stuff in the works. Ta-ta. Yeah. Word. We'll start with that. Yes, yes. <laughs> in the middle over here. Second time on the Trap House as well, correct? No, I think it's my first time here, Steve. Okay, I thought, but uh, but I thought you maybe jumped in on an episode during one of the Mercury Collective events. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those That's what I'm saying. Fun. Yes. See, first time in the actual Trap House, but second time on the Trap House. Right. Yes, 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 right. indeed. 
Yes, indeed. We got Anita in it, bitch. Hey. Please shout out the uh, the clothes and whatnot as well. Yeah, we have a vintage shop on Etsy. You can find us under Cosmic Garden with two N's. Um, you can get close to that microphone as well, too. On Instagram and uh, just on Etsy.com, too. For sure. Over here, to the left. First time I'm meeting this man. I like his style already. His frames are quite nice, I must say. Thanks, thanks. R- respect, respect. Appreciate it. I also respect the silky as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You already know? I get in a lot of trouble for this. It's funny. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Um, it's it's your boy, Black Ant. Um, oh, you stole the words out of my mouth. <laughs> on Instagram, uh, black underscore ant underscore zero. Bandcamp, black hyphen ant. Um, I'm on... Um, Spotify as well, um, you know, tons of stuff always coming out. The usual suspects. Yeah. For sure. You can find the show, subscribe, download, all that good stuff, for free, always, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, any of those places, or just listen right from the website, download right off the website. I haven't updated it in three years. It still looks like an elementary school person did it, but I don't care. doesn't matter. One of these days, I'll, I'll work that out. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe look, make it look a little more professional. Uh, social media, Twitter, at Steezy Trap House. Instagram, at STH Show. Like our Facebook page. Join the Facebook group if you would like to do that because we discuss stuff in there. I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, where was I going? Oh, yeah, Amazon link. Use our Amazon link if you'd like to support the show. It is super easy. All you got to do, click on that link. In any of our blog posts on the website, steezystraphouse.com, you can find the Amazon link there. And anytime you buy anything off Amazon, doesn't cost you anything extra. They kick us back some money. It's a beautiful thing. It's win-win for everybody. You're going to shop on Amazon anyways, more than likely at some point this year. Uh, Maybe right now, getting that last-minute Christmas gift like I'm going to do for my sister because I have not done that at all. I literally just did that this morning. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. See, this is nice because we do like this uh, Secret Santa thing. Mm-hmm. She doesn't listen to the show, so she's not going to hear this before Christmas. Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I'm, I say that <laughs> now. Yeah, uh, this could come back to shoot me in the foot. But on her wish list, she put a lot of gift cards. So I'm like, I got a, I got a pretty good in right there. Easy enough. Yes, electronically sent day of. I'm like, boom, here you go. Done, son. Uh, yeah, Amazon link. Use that. Bookmark it in your browser. Makes it way easy to support this little thing we do here without even really thinking about it, honestly. Uh, Represent.com. You can buy yourself a t-shirt if you'd like over there. Feel free to do that. And you can also send an email to the show at steezystraphouse at gmail.com if you have any questions for us to answer on the show, any life lessons you want to share, or if you want us to share some life lessons with you. You know, we're all very wise people here. I only have wise, informed people here at all times. <laughs> I don't know about that, but anyways, no, seriously, send us a question if you'd like. You can also send us a voice note from your phone. Email that over to steezystraphouse at gmail.com, and I can play those messages on the show, and then we can respond to them accordingly. Wouldn't that be nice? Last but not least, you can get yourself a free sticker. I will mail them to you as long as you just email me, DM me, whatever. Send me your address, and I will mail you a free Trap House sticker. And just use that hashtag, tag the trap, whenever you throw it on somebody else's property. Or your own property. Doesn't matter. Either way. you know, I support other people's property, though. So, you know, OPP. Anyways, my friends, how is everyone's Sundays going today, might I ask? 
really good. I'm in a bit of pain. I have a toothache. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Wait, why? Why with the toothache? What happened? Just got a broken tooth. So oh, you know, Sundays dentists are closed, but went went and got some medication for it. Damn, mm-hmm. I feel that. I'm feeling better though. I'm feeling better. I feel that. I I kind of understand that pain. I haven't broken tooth completely, but I chipped my two front teeth uh, years ago by having my head bounced off the back of a windshield, cop car windshield. That was a thing. Yep, yep. Uh, learned a life lesson there that day. It's a don't talk shit to the cops. Yeah. Yeah. So I I understand that pain. Yeah. It's uh it's no fun. How's your Sunday going? It's all right, man. Chilling. Um, yeah. Just Cooling. Chillin'. Yeah. That's what's good. That's what's <laughs> good. Yo, so got to get into this. We uh we didn't really. I know we we kind of touched on stuff when we first talked, mm. but we gotta go a little deeper. I feel like. If possible, let's do it. Von Deeper, Von Deeper. <laughs> so where are you, we might as well just do everybody as well too, because this is like a whole. Hmm. How do I do this? How do I structure these things? Where's everybody from originally? Born. Uh, I was born in New York, Jamaica, Queens. Where? And then I grew up uh, like North Miami. Yeah. How long were you in Queens for? Just two years. Okay. Word. Oh, word. 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 Yeah, so. Yeah. Basically, a Florida boy. Basically, yeah. I got you. I but got like, you. I already started talking when I was up there. So certain words, like, there would be, like, a New York accent. There will be, like, a New York accent on some of my words because I was already, like, talking as a child up there. I got you. Yeah. I got you. That's crazy. That inflection will stay in there like that. Yeah, yeah, because, like, the muscles, you know, that's it. Once they get locked in, that's how you get accents, you know? Interesting. Interesting. That makes sense, though. But I'm from Caracas, Venezuela. Oh, word. Mm-hmm. How long were you there for? Mm, three years. Oh, word. Okay. So kind of same same thing. Yeah, I also speak Armenian, so... Really? Okay, yeah. <laughs> damn, damn. You're, all right, this is the moment where, you know, I, I feel lesser because I only <laughs> I only speak like one and a half languages. I just speak Spanish badly as a uh, terrible, terrible Puerto Ricano. <laughs> yeah, um, I was actually born here in Orlando. Word. Yeah, but uh, I grew up in Virginia Beach. Uh, yeah. Damn, Virginia Beach. Yeah. Why Virginia? Um, we were living in Jersey, and my mom wanted to become a cop, actually. So there was a job offer in Chesapeake. She took that, but we lived in Virginia Beach. It was cheaper. Oh, so word. True yeah. that. That's what's up. I've never actually really been to Virginia, so I have no knowledge of virginia except the clips that's about <laughs> it i mean they broke it down i was gonna say is it it's that like, grimy out there virginia bro there's not <laughs> much to do so <laughs> hood shit is next best prevalent yeah i feel that i feel that yeah i have no knowledge of, of virginia literally except for everything i've learned from from malice and pusha that is it <laughs> I mean, yeah. just that song, Virginia, by them. That shit, just every time I hear it, man. Ain't shit to do but cook. Yep. Pack it up. Sell it triple <laughs> price. Fuck the books. Yeah, that was real shit, though. I mean, there's actually a lot of people that were heavy in the coke game in Virginia. I wouldn't know anything about that shit, man. That's crazy, yo. Like, I mean, I mean, guess it makes sense because that's all they're talking about literally in their raps. So it's yeah. probably more like 
products of their environment, what they've seen and the yeah, things that they've done too, most definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty open about that shit too. Like I've I've heard them talking about it, uh, you know, cause that line and grinding or whatever, when they're saying like, uh, while Pharrell keeps talking this music shit, that was like some actual shit. Pharrell was just telling him nonstop. It's like, yo, y'all got to get out of the fucking streets and like start taking this music shit like serious. So it was kind of like a joke, like a jab at Pharrell at the same time. Just like, oh man, yeah. like he's, he's, Tell us to do this shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Out here making money. Fuck that. It's like Biggie with Diddy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Damn. So where did you, Anita, where did you go then after you left Venezuela? Um, I lived in New Jersey for a little bit, but I grew up in Southern California. Oh, so word. So, yeah, just about like 15 minutes from Huntington Beach. Oh, so. word. Do you miss it? Yeah, a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. So most yeah, most Cali people I know that are not there anymore, they definitely miss it. Yeah. So I've been living in Orlando for about three years. Word. Um, probably go visit back end of this year, hopefully, or end of next year. Have you not been back since you left? No, I haven't. Oh damn, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. I just really miss camping out there in Joshua Tree. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I went out to uh, Lake Don Pedro this summer. Where's that at? It's east of san francisco oh, like wow. close to the bay area yeah uh it's really close to i guess uh yellowstone i think dope yeah it was pretty pretty dope out there what we time just, of year we went what was it july i think nice it was hot it was hot yeah. <laughs> oh my god was it hot yo yeah. yeah that's that dry heat that shit sucks it was serious man yeah you really get to know people while you're out there with the body odor and everything oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes speaking of body odor i don't know how y'all feel about this i just changed to like this natural like bentonite clay deodorant and i don't know how i feel about it because mm-hmm. it doesn't make me smell good but it doesn't make me smell bad I'm just like neutral and it's this weird it's this weird smell that I get. Cause you know how like you can smell your own deodorant on yourself all day? Yeah. I'm just getting this weird neutral smell now all the time. And I really don't know how I feel about it. And what'd you know. use before? Uh, like a Gillette or something? No, or? I think I was using like Tom's deodorant. Oh, okay, okay. But that it's like I mean, I guess it's scent. natural it's natural also, but there is a scent. But with that shit I'd have to like reapply like every five, That's six true. hours. That's true. Because that shit wears off super fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't know the brand that I'm using right now, but I know it's natural, but it's like made from lime and something else. That shit smells amazing. Yo, put me on, dog. Yeah. Put I me got on. You. I got you. Oh, but how long does it last for? That's the um, question. I feel like it lasts pretty long. A full eight hour shift, maybe 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I am a working man. I'm a person that has to have a a stick of deodorant in my car at all times everywhere I go. Definitely. How do you in keep Florida? it from melting? Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just uh take that L at at points, you know. You're you, like, you just kind of like scoop hand. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your hand in like a wet bag and shit. <laughs> just small amounts. Just take little dabs of it and just apply it gingerly with your finger. That's about it. I also have lint rollers in my car as well. Lint rollers in the car is a necessity. Yeah, especially when you got animals. Yeah, this cat is ferociously bad at shedding. I gotta, I gotta tell you, that's why I can't like let him rub up on me at all because it's just hair everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Anyway, so I, I, I'm sorry about the uh, the deodorant tangent. That's uh, a <laughs> that's how this goes sometimes. Anyway, so 
California. We were talking yeah. about camping and shit. Yes, yo, like that was that was a beautiful time out there camping. I gotta say. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, What's Joshua Tree like? Cause Joshua Tree is like being on Mars, especially if there's no people around. Um, you're just there. You're with people that you want to be with. You don't have your phone with you, and the night sky is really like really really clear. So it's really nice. There's a lot of cool like art things installations around there too oh word yeah there's a lot to see out there i'm being taught i did not yeah. know anything about this yeah it gets really hot in the summer really cold in the winter just like any desert so if you go go prepared oh word true either way be prepared yeah, yeah. i feel that that's what's up i hope you have a, a good time when you go back to cali then. thank you yes indeed yes indeed so what type of music was everybody being played in their houses like growing up what was the music that was being heard for all of you? I don't really remember music being played. I remember just playing computer games for the most part. Word. Um, but I do remember that my mom would play a lot of Spanish music in the car. Um, she was a real estate agent, so we would drive far distances and everything. And, uh, yeah. Like salsa, merengue, and... Um, or more like Daddy Yankee. Okay. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Fair mm. enough. There's a little bit of Daddy Yankee in my in my family's car <laughs> yeah. as well. Boys? My mom used to bump, like, just a bunch of 80s shit. Prince, Sheila E. Classic. Yeah. I feel yeah, that. A lot of that shit. But, I mean, it depended on who I was with. If I was with my grandfather, he was playing jazz. Uh, my sister was always bumping metal. Like, oh, word. Really loud. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid who listened to metal as well in my, my teenage years, that's that's the only way you can listen to it. It's really I mean, loud. So you're disturbing everyone else around you. <laughs> that's the whole point. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so you were getting like a pretty good a pretty good mix of stuff, though, mm -hmm. especially with the jazz. Jazz from a young age, I feel like, is a, is yeah. a good introduction there. Yeah, I mean... Especially once I got into hip hop and I started to see the relationships between the two because I would start recognizing melodies and everything before, you know, I understood sampling. Mm -hmm. You know, I just took it as, all right, somebody's playing this or whatever. But I don't know. It was just dope. Word. Ant? Yeah. Um, so growing up in a Haitian, you know, household, uh, there was a lot of like compa being played. Um, I was just talking to the chicken and beer crew about yeah, this. Yeah. Because they're all Haitian. Oh, I didn't know anything about Kompa until they came in here. And yeah. they, they learned my ass. Word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, music from the you know, Caribbean. That's why it kind of like sounds a little bit similar to like other Latin music, like other Latin jazz or. Word. You know, kind of like the same instruments, the horns, keyboards, stuff like that. One of my uncles, he played drums in a, in a, in a band called Ibo Combo. And uh, that was really cool. Damn, mm -hmm. that's and, what's up. And then, like, my parents, they both had, like, uh, they had a subscription to Columbia Music House. I'm not sure if you guys remember that. Well, I remember that. It's like sure. it's like before Spotify. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was doing it way before Spotify. And so they get a bunch of, like, random American stuff. Um, and, you know, being that my parents are, like, you know, immigrants, they don't know what's whack, what's good. So, yeah, they would be, like, every Just get a lot of everything? Yeah, like, they'll be, like, Shania, Shania Twain, and then, then there'll be, like, a Prince CD, and then... Actually, like the first time I ever hit, heard hip hop was um, my pops had the Return to Thirty Six Chamber by, uh, by ODB, and yeah, and like Oof. I still remember like the intro and like you know he like curses a lot and my mom was freaking out because of all the curse words, and so it was like from there, 
you know, the shit sounded spooky, right? So that's kind of like how I started like developing my sound. Like even though probably like 12 or 10 years from that point, that's when I finally started making music. Damn. But like I understood that hip hop was like this thing that like was spooky and creepy and like my mom didn't like it because there's too many curse words. <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy first album to be introduced to hip hop to. Yeah, that was my shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You remember the first hip hop album you heard or just hip hop um, in general? Tupac's uh, California Love. Damn, son. Yeah, Y'all that was that was my my intro. Watching the video on MTV, which you can't even see music on MTV nowadays. Nope. But I just remember, like, I'm flipping through channels, and I caught it from the very beginning. You remember, like, how cinematic it was? Oh, yes. Like, the full cut and everything. Even the remix video was kind of cinematic. Yep. But, like... Yeah, it just caught my attention, and then from there, I was just like, "What? What is this?" Y'all had much better first albums than I did. What was yours? My first hip hop album was a uh, Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, buddy. Yep. I mean, I followed up strong after that. You know, followed up strong after that. I I think I went out. I got the Roots. Do you want more? And then I got okay. Public Enemy. Uh, Fear of no, not Fear of Black Pen. I got Takes a Nation of Millions to hold us back. So I mean I came back Great strong album. after that, you know, but that mm. first that first third grade purchase was a uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enter the what was it? Enter the fucking dog or something oh. like that. I th- or I think it was beware of dog. I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. I lose street cred every time I mention that on this show, but you know, <laughs> got to keep it 100. Got to keep it 100 out here. Anita. Um I was definitely Snoop Dogg. Damn. Yeah. Word. Yeah, I mean, I guess you were Cali, so. Yeah, just going over to friend's house and stuff. Not at my house, unfortunately, but still got to listen to it. True that. That's funny. Snoop kind of helped Bow Wow get on. He did. <laughs> he definitely did. That's how he got his name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> what was it? They met at like some. He was in the uh, Gin and Juice video. He was a little kid jumping on the couch yeah, or the bed yeah. or something gotcha yeah in the very beginning damn that's crazy yeah that is crazy man <laughs> it's crazy to think that now he's just been reduced to an internet meme of being behind a an air or like being behind a private plane that wasn't his he's done more than everyone in this room so exactly i, I got bad to say. i know i feel that though <laughs> most definitely i just love that i love that meme though that shit was mad funny mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know about that yeah the uh the whole like jet thing or something yes. like, yeah it was just beautiful it was just beautiful it's it's just fun <laughs> that's all anyways um man that blunt got me like toasted yeah <laughs> toasted i was gonna have her roll another one but i mean i if i mean if you need to to take a a, a <laughs> blunt roll break i mean I'm, I'm not going to to stop you from that in any way shape or form no seriously um Damn, the blunt got me roasted. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so when do you start, like, all of you, like, well, I guess the two of you, when did you start, like, kind of discovering the need to make your own music then? Um, I think I was about 12. My homies were rapping. I was kind of rapping, too. But I was getting bored with rapping over the same beats everybody else had. Because this is at the time when, like, mixtapes were huge yes so everybody was spitting over breathe from fabulous and grinding yes and (laughs) like 
Noriega tracks and shit like that. Yep. Which is cool for the time, whatever. But I was like, man, I want something different. So I was in 10th grade. And a homie in my science class was like, yo, I got this program or whatever you can edit music with. I'm like, boom, let me get the CD. Let me take it home or whatever. And it was Cool Edit Pro. And that's when I first started uh, fucking with it. Yeah, that shit changed my life. That and a crack version. Well, actually, it wasn't even a crack version. It was like some lazy demo version of uh, Fruity Loops. Damn. Yeah. So I would chop beats on Cool Edit. And then bring it over to FL and then just structure songs that way. Word. So that was starting in 10th grade then? Yeah. But you said you've been rapping for like maybe four years or something like before that then? Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you start like writing poetry at all before that? Or was um, it you just go straight to trying to spit bars? Yeah. Just went straight to the bars. Uh, The homies were in a little rap battle bullshit (laughs) with some kids on the other side. Of the neighborhood, and I just jumped in it. So, Damn, off the top? Yeah, I was like, man, these my niggas. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And you hadn't, like, tried, like, rhyming or anything before that, though? You just jumped in this battle? Nah. I, I mean, I just... Did you spit? I Did you spit hard? Yeah, man. I mean, I was in the zone. I was, <laughs> I was feeling myself, so, yeah. It was fun to be expressive. I felt like I didn't have another outlet like that so i feel that yeah i just let loose that's what's up that's what's up or yeah um i think i started making beats when i was like 13 yeah almost 14 i was 13 damn i had a homie and um the idea was we're gonna be rappers and the thing is we're gonna need beats obviously so then like one like sunday he's just like dude i think you should uh you should get free loops you should start making beats and then i got it and then the first like damn like the first month was terrible like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know how to use the thing you know but then that learning curve right but it was challenging it kept me engaged and so just kept kept making beats so you just like non-stop with it yeah pretty much yeah and then yeah it was like a lot of hip-hop stuff and then you know as you make hip-hop you listen to a lot of other shit so you're gonna want to make other shit right and so then yeah and so now like I can make hip-hop beats, techno, like, weird shit in between. You know, shit that sounds like 90s IDM, electro, like, whatever. Like, Hell yeah. You know? That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Yeah, so, damn, man. So, like, that's crazy that you both have been making music for, like, a good, solid time now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, I mean, myself, I, I grew up playing piano, uh, but I, I fell out of it, like, early on. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about, you know, why didn't I, like, keep going with it and stick with it and everything. So it's it's always very humbling to see other people like yourselves that stick with the craft and keep moving on and trying to push it forward. You know what I'm saying? Word. Yeah, I used to, um, I played I played trumpet for my school band, like, the year before I started making beats, or two years before, actually. Word. And that's how, like, I learned how to read music. Um, and, you know, I've been... You know, I play guitar, I play piano, drums, stuff like that. Oh, damn, word. But with beats, like, I knew with beats that it'd be easier to do something that may be memorable or that hasn't actually been done. To be, like, to be a pioneer at this point in piano or guitar, that shit's really hard. That's going to be really difficult. But with beats, and, you know, when I started, it was, like, 2005, so it's, like, a year before Dilla dies. And I think... um 
from 2006 on like now like you know we're watching this the beat music the beat culture like really like open up into something and because of how early it is like um i think you know mondrian and i we can still be something like some sort of like pioneers of something for maybe for florida or maybe just whoever's interested in following but most definitely you know most definitely i mean this is the time and the place now to be to be getting it all out there for sure mm-hmm. especially because i mean i know you've been busy you know busy busy working yeah <laughs> it's been non-stop man got this show coming up in january got this project i'm trying to release before the year ends so damn like before before like in like four days ten, yeah like yeah. <laughs> something like that yeah yeah and then i got like another collab uh project that's gonna come out uh with my boy nubez and then I got like a, a split tape that's supposed to come out from this label in New York, but I'm not sure exactly when that's dropping, but patiently waiting. Damn, son. Yeah. Busy, busy. What's going on with and the clothes? What, I, I was, oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, there. no, 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 no. You good. You good. And I, I just uh, linked up with another artist from Orlando, and we're going to work on a project. Yeah. Damn. Lots of shit on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay busy, man. I feel that. That's the best thing to be, man, is busy, honestly. I've realized that. I'm, I've been the most productive that I've ever been, like, in the past four to five months, and it's it feels good to be out and about and tired, tired at many, many points. You it's, know? A, it's a very rewarding exhaustion, Definitely. though. Definitely. Like, it it's, you know it's worth it once you lay down in bed. How much, sleep, the night. how much sleep do y'all get on average? I gotta ask. At least eight hours. Oh, nice. I love sleeping that's, so much. That's a luxury. Yeah. I can't stay asleep for too long, but I just love sleeping. I love sleeping too. It just doesn't happen like it used to. Yeah. I mean, I try to get as much as possible, but I don't know. I mean, on average, I guess about a good six or seven hours. Damn, all y'all got me beat right now. I do like between four and six most often. Okay. Maybe like a little over five, a little that's, under five. Yeah, uh, now we're talking. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I should sleep more. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. And it's like I don't know when you have so much shit to do though. It's uh, it, it's not enough time in the day. I know. No. Especially in this day and age, man. It just seems like everything is just nonstop. There's always something everywhere. At least here. Yeah, that's Maybe true. Not in other cities, but here. Yeah, that's true. The attention is always diverted by something. Always. Mm-hmm. We should all just go live out on a commune, a hippie commune. <laughs> Let's go do it, guys. Sure. <laughs> I see no excited faces about the hippie commune, people at home. Like where at? It doesn't seem like this is a this is going over well. My <laughs> suggestion. It's a lot of work, man. <laughs> it's gonna take a lot of manpower. Like, mm-hmm. oh, trust, trust. Yeah. But this is the this cat's is too lazy nowadays. This is where we establish our council now. See, we are the high council, mm-hmm. and then we delegate all of the other <laughs> work to everyone else. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then we just form our own little cult, like our own little hippie commune cult, and then we just, you know, really just grace ourselves off of the backs of everybody else's hard work. So, like, what are you going to do to suppress, like, a social revolution if there's an outbreak because of the inequality you know if that happens you know we'll deal with it when it get there you know <laughs> i'm worried about that right now let's just let's just deal with the now you know what i'm saying come on come on 
if it gets to that point, you know, I'm I'm just gonna have to. I don't know. I'm gonna have to unleash the tigers more than likely. I'm gonna have to have emergency tigers locked up somewhere and unleash the tigers on everybody, and I will watch from high, high, high above. Place at strategic points around the city. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, you understand what I'm saying now. Now you get me. So, Anita, when did you start like thrifting? I gotta say, like, has this been like a thing for a while? Yeah, definitely. Um, 2019 is gonna mark 10 years. Damn. Having the shop open on Etsy. And I think I started thrifting that year or the year before. What drew you to it originally? Um, Just looking at different styles on Tumblr. Uh, specifically, there was a few people that really inspired me from Tumblr. So they had shops on Etsy and I was like, I could do that. So I did. What were you always like interested in kind of vintage or fashion yeah. before that as well yeah definitely definitely yeah. what got you into it um some of the things that got me into it i would say is watching shows like i love lucy even things like the Taking simpsons it back. <laughs> yeah even things like the simpsons referencing to older things which made me like kind of look it up as i got older um shout out to the simpsons by the way definitely like the first 10 seasons everything after <laughs> is just trash not really and then uh, a lot of music influence, the type of clothes that I like too. Music that stands out. It's like wearing clothes that stands out. What type of music specifically? Stuff there? like Billie Holiday or Biggie. Word. Yeah. Word. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So then you start the Etsy shop. Yeah, I start the Etsy shop. I start like studying clothes. I start making jewelry. What do you mean by studying clothes? Um, not studying like studs, putting studs. Oh, in studying. Clothes. Sorry, yeah. word, word, word. Yeah. So back then there wasn't like Forever Twenty One and Urban Outfitters making clothes that were distressed and things like that. There wasn't really that boho or vintage look out there. So I felt like I was one of the first people that was doing the studs in the clothes. So it went well, and from there picked up. I made some of my own jewelry for a bit, some cross rings. Those were popular for a bit. Word. Yeah, back when, like, the rings came out where they would go over two fingers instead of just one. Mm -hmm. So, like, 2008, 2009. And then um, started hitting up, like, the Salvation Armies, and I would find different prints, shirts like this and stuff. Um. And I would just buy it and then repost it and sell it. And I had customers all over in the UK, Australia, Damn. New York. Yeah. So it was really fun. And I kept doing it because it's like a hobby. But you're also making a little bit of money. I was going to say, yeah. And I'm a sure, little bit. Yeah. I'm sure for you, it's like a, it is like an adventure, too, to find, yeah, I to have find more, all the dope shit. Yeah. I have more fun doing it than, you know, selling it and everything. So do you have like a... Do you have like a specific phrase or something like an oh shit moment whenever you see something that is just beautiful that you found yeah. am amidst a bunch of trash? Yeah, definitely. I tell Dennis all the time um, when I see something, I kind of look around to make sure I'm not getting pranked or anything. <laughs> and I just like, oh, my gosh, run towards it. Ashton Kutcher coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's some of the best finds you've had? Might I ask? Mm. I had found uh, this Betty Boop cross with Marilyn Monroe Versace top in the Florida Keys. Whoa, buddy. Yeah, I bought it for two bucks. Whoa, buddy. Sold it for 250 Jesus. Yeah, Fair this enough. was like 
before I graduated high school, too. Damn. Um, so I found some uh, different types of Christian Dior, things like that. Damn. So I'm just, it's fun to find, like, designer stuff that's really vintage or just something that really speaks to you when you see it right away. Like, I was going to say, especially with things along those lines, too, don't you have to do a lot of research, like, into the tags and all those other things to make sure like they're like legit. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've skipped over a few things, you know, just because I don't know the name or anything like that. But the ones that you do know, and just the styles that you see, everything you see that stands out to you. Damn. That's just Mm -hmm. like a whole crazy world. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that you've seen like the, the craziness, like the craziness come out in people at some of these, uh, some of these places. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely. heard a lot of those stories. I used to go thrifting with my little sister. She's four years younger than me, and we would just, if I was in this row, you have to be in this row. We can't be in the same row at the same time. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Starts getting hectic. Yeah, and especially definitely. W- yeah. Damn. So how has Orlando been treating all of you, might I ask? Uh, really good as of late. Why is that? Um, I mean, I just feel like things are starting to head in the direction I've been trying to make them go this whole time I've been here. So, yeah. I feel that. Like with, uh, but just music moving forward or? Um, just, yeah, music moving forward and, uh, just... You can get closer uh, to that microphone. Just like too. creative paths that I'm also taking. Uh, I mean, Orlando does inspire me in different ways, as well as you know, I benefit from what I've gotten while here in Orlando. Funny enough, you live with Beta. Yep. Like yep. I met a lot of cats, if not almost everyone, through him. Really. While being here, yeah. Word. Yeah, Donnie Zoo. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, this is very recent. Shouts out to Beta as well. Very recent. I'm I'm rather enjoying him uh, being in the the house because like every time we're both playing music, we're both just like, oh shit, that's that's <laughs> the it, oh. yeah, yeah. It's been good vibes. Like it's been good vibes in here lately for sure. That's what's up. And I'm not a lonely man by myself anymore either. <laughs> I was a lonely, lonely man for a little while. Anyways, but uh, I understand completely what you're saying about Orlando inspiring you too because like. I've been here for nine years and I at six to seven years and I was like starting to feel a little burnt out. But then I started meeting, you know, like other people, you know, like like people like Beta and then mm-hmm. and Zoo and the, the just everybody like you, you know, Mav, Carlo, like a bunch of people that have just like reinvigorated myself. And I'm just like, yo, there is dope shit going on here. Always. This, I mean, you just got to know where to find it. Exactly. Exactly. So I've definitely been reinvigorated as well over like the past two years, like full fresh, full fresh take with Orlando. I'm I'm all about it. That's you? what's up. Yes. Um, Orlando's been treating me pretty good, ready to uh, just start the new year off on the right foot. Um, I'm starting to feel like it's home finally after being here for three years. You know, you don't have to use your maps app as often. You know where you're yep. going and things. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of know what to expect and everything like that. But yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, no worries. Are you going are you going to try to move back to Cali anytime though? No, definitely not. No? No, it's Why's really, that? really, really expensive out there. 
Um, it's basically the same thing out <coughs> here if you could just endure the summers, you know? Real shit. So Way cheaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always the way I look at it. Way If I lived down here, it would be way cheaper for me, and I can go visit places like Cali and everywhere else more times during the year. Yeah, definitely. Now, if an opportunity arises, that's different, you know? Yes. If it was, you know, move out there for something that you wanted, like a an opportunity <coughs> that came up, then I might consider that. Word, true that. Yeah. How about yourself, Ant? Well, I mean, I don't live in, I don't live here. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay, word, word. Yeah, I'm not from Orlando, but I like to visit. Um, gotcha. Was like the second time this year or third time this year? What is it? Yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah. Wait, so when, where do you like stay that. then? We should, we damn, we should have hit this, damn. Yeah, yeah I live in Hollywood, Florida. Oh, word, gotcha, mm-hmm. word, word. Yeah. That's what's up. Word, word, thanks. Yeah, but um, every time I I come back, you know, there's like a lot of growth between like um, you know, like Mondrian and and uh, p- other people in the Rolling Loud Collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, Nubez, Quad, Plurabao, like so. There's always like um, more to do with them, whether it's like um little indies and then i think now you guys you know there's like a, a thursday night thing that you guys get to do and yeah we just did a show at the stonewall yeah so that's new like you know last two times i came it was just always little indies and that was you know guad was being very 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 consistent every sunday doing it and then from that i think um you know they're able to parlay like more uh, be able to parlay like more events and um you know just always growth and it's cool to just visit like an uncle and then just see like the child you know progress for sure how is hollywood how's the hollywood scene because i don't know anything about hollywood yeah hollywood there's not much like you know um in terms of like hip-hop it's more like um how commercial can you be gotcha you know that's what they're interested in because hollywood is only about like 15 or 20 minutes from miami so Mm. they get they get that influence you know yes and so it's about you know playing at like somewhere that's popping and filling in you know venues and uh you know i can't really think of um of anyone that is pushing it in terms of like trying to do something that's like conscious or experimental or even just like dialectical in the sense of that they're producing a music that really tries to observe make like try to make like observations of life you know speaks and says something yeah you know not so much of that it's more just kind of just like a lot of like postmodernist kind of things where it's very geared towards like individuality and this is my experience and my experience is not like yours and and they kind of just ignore the fact that everyone is like living and has you know we all have like material conditions to deal with whether it's work or paying rent or things like that and they try to like somehow this guy is able to avoid all of that and then just get drunk every day or pop as many whatever and get stoned as fuck and it's just like yeah we enjoy doing that shit too but at the end of the day being mad cool ain't gonna pay none of my freaking bills bro nope. so so it's no. um <laughs> big facts yeah so i kind of um i wish there was a little bit more substance in hollywood which is why i travel a lot you know i was able to um perform in in japan this year that was congratulations on that man yeah it was insane that's what's up yeah was so first time in japan first time how was it because i'm seething with envy right now <laughs> bro it was like it was it was overwhelming like i went over there i didn't have a i didn't get any mobile data so what I would do is anytime I had to go somewhere before I left, I use the Wi-Fi and like just try to GPS the shit and then like write it down, take notes. But like the thing is, it's like when you're looking at it on your phone or online on the laptop, 
they don't tell you landmarks. So you're out there and you're looking and you don't know if the shit's on the second Old floor. School. You don't know if it's next to yep. if it's next to the seven eleven or next to this. You don't know what the hell you're doing. But the cool thing is like there's a lot of like the subway stations and the, or the train stations and like seven eleven, they give you free Wi Fi. So Oh shit. I was just doing the checkpoint, you know, like, okay, let me just walk up to the seven eleven, log back on, see if I can find it. I feel that. Yeah, it was really it was really overwhelming at first. Like sometimes like I remember one day like I just didn't go outside because I didn't want to get lost. Damn. Yeah, it was that bad. I just had because every time I went at like the for, for the first week, every time I went out, I would be lost. Everything like your phone's like, oh, it's only like twenty minutes, two hour thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you just got over it. Yeah. For so, that one day. Yeah, one day I just had to chill. I feel that. Yeah. That's like the regroup day. It's just like, all right, let me let me just like center myself again after seven days of bullshit. Yeah. Fortunately, like what I do when I travel, like I bring my camera, and so now like you know I'm actually just taking pictures of landmarks. So then, Word. feel me? So then things become more familiar over time. That makes sense. Yeah, it's a good little, like, survival tool. For How like, long did you stay in Japan for, then? Two weeks. Word. Yeah. Damn. Nice. That's a good time. Mm. Yeah, it man. was, yeah. Did you eat a lot of ramen? Not as much as you think, no. I I actually, um, I had ramen, like, I think. No, I had, like, udon, because, like, you know, mm. it's a little different, right? Yes. I had that the first night. Um, I had soba, but the noodles are kind of different as well. Yep. But yeah, soba's my favorite. Um, I had that a bunch, but yeah. Food was good. Culture's good. Food's good. Um, nothing spicy though. It's hard to find spicy food. Like you don't find spicy food. They give you this like orange powder. Huh. It's, it's and it's like more umami than it is spice. Like it's very savory, but it ain't that spicy. Yeah. Yo, I can't. I love spicy food, but I can't mess with it now anymore. It's it's not. It does not agree with my digestive yeah. system. Oh, I can't shit. do it. The older you get. Yo, it's crazy, man. I can't eat bread anymore. Really? Yeah. Like I, I like love bread. Dough stuff, that stuff. I love bread, too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love that shit. I still eat it, but every time I do, it, it messes with me. Yeah. It's crazy getting older, bro. Which is what was interesting when you guys were talking about, uh, when, when you were asking me about skating earlier. Mm-hmm. And then now that I've been skating probably the most in my life at an older age when I feel it so much fucking more than I did as a young kid. Like before you eat shit as a young kid and you just get right back up and you do it over and over and over again all day and you don't care. Like it doesn't matter. Now I eat shit once and it's just done for three weeks. Like put down son. It's because we're done growing. (sighs) So that uh, that rejuvenation doesn't come as quick. It's not fair. You need time. It's not fair. Which goes back to needing sleep, which we were talking about earlier. So, Yeah, man. I really got to work on that, too. Because I know it's not good to, to not sleep that much. Oh, you got to let your body rest and heal. Yeah, man. Try some chamomile tea. I'm sure you know. You know. Oh, yeah. See, that's my problem, though. I just don't even... I don't even register that in my mind at the time when I'm tired. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to do this instead. <laughs> instead of like actually doing something active to... Try to go to sleep, like yeah. drinking chamomile tea. Yeah, just just unwind, you know, have some tea, maybe take a melatonin to get that habit for me. <laughs> I think I need to start taking like lavender baths, or something you like should. that. You should, but then I don't want to fall asleep in the tub. You might. I don't know. Does anybody here take baths? Because yeah, I do not. Take I love bath. taking baths. I don't know. I feel I like love taking baths. Eucalyptus baths. 
I've taken one. I yeah, I can't even remember the last time I've taken a bath. Honestly, I'm too tall to fit in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> Not comfy whatsoever. Nah, sure. I feel that. Yeah. Wait, how tall are you? Six three. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're the same. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I have the same problems. It's like your knees are just cut bent up. Yeah. Or right. Never thought about that. Yeah, like I'm. It looks like I'm in a go kart. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about being tall. That I've always talked to people about why I do not fuck with like spirit or anything like oh, that. Fuck spirit. Yes, bro. I'm not about that shit. Not about bro, it. Yeah, I mean, Pe- like, and people will look at me like amazing. They're they're like, yo, man, like it's really not that bad. Like you just you know you gotta you know just work it out. I'm like no. You're five eight. I'm six three. It doesn't work like that for me, bro. Oh, yeah. Zero zero room on that plane. I don't know. I'm just not about it. I'm I'm not about it. Tall people, tall people, you know. We've got our issues. Our issues that we have to deal oh, with. Oh yeah, like yo, so like in Japan, you know, people are shorter, like everything. Like I was hitting my head on everything all the time. <laughs> Damn son. Yeah. Damn son. Do you get looks being taller than everybody too? Um no, nah, not really. You know, over there, everyone just minds their business. It's cool. It's right. really cool. Like, it's so many fucking people in Tokyo, like, all the time, everywhere. But, like, no, nah, cats are just keeping to themselves. Is that where you were specifically? Was Tokyo? Yeah, I was in Tokyo. But Tokyo's pretty damn big. Um, For the most part, I was in Sendagaya oh. for, like, that first week. And that's right next to, like, Shibuya and Shinjuku. Gotcha. And, and uh, Shibuya's bro, like... The hip-hop culture in Shibuya, like, a hip-hop scene over there is crazy. all I hear. Just All I hear is just, like, everything, the culture in Shibuya, or Shibuya, yeah. is, is insane. Yeah, I mean, like, great record label, uh, great uh, record stores across from other great record stores up the street from really good record stores. Damn. Damn, man. It was just like that. It was easy. And, um, wow. Yeah, and, and, like, the cool thing is, you know, cats, like, they care. Like, they study. You know, you're not going to catch them wearing a shirt, and they won't know the artist's name or the album or whatever, you know? So yeah, they really study, and um, it was cool because, like, after I performed, you know, it'd be great to get feedback and talk to cats, and, like, you know, they get, like, kind of, like, they'll make, like, nuanced references to, like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that reminds me of, like, da-da-da, and then, like, you know, I played a hip-hop beat, but he's, like, that reminded him, him of something he heard on a reggae track, something he heard on a jazz track, so it's, like, really just, like, things just always, like, um, link up to other things it's Word. fast sounds know? like they're versatile out there for sure Word, yeah. very respectful of the hip-hop culture the japanese are most mm-hmm. definitely i i feel i feel like that's like a lot more often than not with a lot of different countries as opposed to here in the states now word word and i, I think one of the things is you know like in some like you know when hip-hop was coming out you know like when it was really like you know in the you know, late 80s when it was really taken by, you know, taking force, you know, you got to look at, like, what else was going on, you know, kind of, like, politically and shit, you know, like, you had, like, Reagan. Yep. Just fucking the whole shit up, like, yep. terrible, like, and then there's, like, almost, I think that's almost, like, the beginning of the war on terror because now they're switching uh, attentions to, like, the Middle East. So, like, you know, a lot of the beats themselves are just kind of, like, this, like, you know, boom, boom, clap. Like, what else is boom, boom, clap? Like, that's, like, gunfire. That's, like, you know, so then... You find out, like, these other countries that had experienced some sort of, like, whether it was, like, a militant occupation or, like, a coup or, like, a puppet regime installed or whatever, anything like that. Yeah, they heard that shit a lot. And then now the idea of, like, coming from that and building up, like, you know, you look at Japan, like, an island, you know, that, you know, was, like, crushed after World War Two, right? Yep. And then now, forget about it, right? Like, Japan, like you know one of the you know top what top five top three economies in the world yep. and you know you look at that history and then you know you kind of look at like 
compare that to like Jay Z or something, right? Like, dude had like no fucking teeth, and then now he's like richest guy. He's <laughs> yeah. fucking, you know, Real shit. He's like fucking what sponsored by Chase and shit, like. Yeah, Real they, shit. Yeah, feel me man. like that. That whole All like basketball team. Yeah, you know. So on that old crazy shit. That's, yeah, that's like a. That's just a whole other different lifestyle at that point. You're exactly just, right. Just, yeah, I'm just owning a basketball team. Just you know, just cause. That's some crazy shit, bro. Yeah. Shouts to Jay. No teeth and all. <laughs> Did he really have no teeth? I didn't no, know he had though. teeth. But I mean, his teeth was like fucked up though. Yeah, like real you know, bad. Yeah. I mean, look at old Jazzo videos. Jay in the back with his fucking grill. Damn, I'm going to have to peep yeah. this. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not knocking nobody for having bad teeth. Yeah, like, I you mean, know, circumstantial. No, I understand. Yeah, most definitely. But like, great. Yeah, I just didn't yeah. I just didn't know that. Like I said, I chipped both of my two front teeth right at the start yeah. of this episode. Hell yeah. <laughs> One of my chips actually just came off too. Damn. I know. I'm just like, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of tight about it. I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. The rock cap it, is gone. Rocking now. that Illmatic. Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock it, bro. I, I don't care. I'm not getting another cat put on. I'm just saying, fuck it, man. Honestly, at this point, there's there's no point. There's no point. You say that now, come like two weeks in, you're like, man, this shit ugly it, as fuck. Yeah, it's been like it's been like a week already. It's been like a week. I've been, I've been going back and forth with it. One day I'm like, man, I gotta get this. I gotta get this done. Next day I'm like, nah, I'm gonna run it, man. It's not. I'm being I'm being vain. It's not that big a deal. Next morning, I'm just like, oh, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I got to get the cap put on. Just get a gold tooth, bro. You know what? That's not a bad idea. True. That's what I be thinking about. I'm like, shit, if True. I lose one, I'm getting a gold one. But I, I haven't lost the entire tooth, though, you know? So True. it's like, it's it's just this little chip right at the right at the end. Do it. What, the gold tooth? Yeah. Okay. So, But I just to take the whole thing out, just, all right, just, just for sure that little chip. I'm sure they know a way. I could, I guess you could do the what is it like the little lining or whatever? Yeah, yeah. something. And then some, some, some. fill in that chip mm-hmm. part. That space, but then everybody would know that that would be. Wonder where you'd go for <laughs> that. <laughs> that shit would be hard though. It would be kind of hard. That'd be. I don't know. We'll we'll think about that. We'll think about that. I'm a, I don't know. I don't know if I could go that route. <laughs> I feel. I feel like if I leave the chip in, mm-hmm. then I can gain back the street cred. That I lose every time I tell people about Bow Wow being my first CD that I bought. I'm just saying, like, I can get <laughs> that shit back. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Bow Wow or Romeo? Oh, Bow Wow, Bow all day, wow. all day. Romeo. Oh, what? How? Master P, bro. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's the two different cosines. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So, are we putting Master P over Snoop? Yeah. I'm, I, I was, I'm not a big fan of Snoop. I thought he was overrated. Like he annoys me sometimes. I honestly recent music, nah. Like oh, in the past, like yeah. ten years, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Like nah. I really like drop it like it's hot, you know. But it's the beat. Um, yeah, it's, that's like Pharrell. Right yeah, there. yeah. Yep. Shout out Virginia <laughs> again. Yes, <laughs> flexing. Real shit. But, yeah, but like uh, what? Like doggy style wasn't like I like I listened to it when I got older. Like I was playing mm-hmm. it back. I'm like. Yeah, the beats are cool, but like I really don't care what he's talking about. True that. I don't know. I never really got down with P's flow though. Like I never. I don't know. I'm I'm not a a huge no limit dude at all. Honestly, I missed that whole. I missed that whole wave, man. The fucking crazy graphics and yeah. and all that. Like that's. It was never really my stilo. I feel like. I mean, to each their own. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> and personally, Romeo. 
Romeo had the Nickelodeon show. I was just like, I was, you know what? I was not messing with the Nickelodeon show. <laughs> Snoop was signed to No Limit. So was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah, he no. was. Yeah, that's when he released what the Dog Father. Yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's why Master P was in the video. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, shit. What what video was that? I don't even know what song. That but was but No Limit had a tank. For real. I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. Tank. I just I just was not I just not into No Limit. I don't know. That was like a thing that I just did. I missed completely. I don't know if there wasn't people around me listening to No Limit. I I don't know. I missed it. Currency got to start with No Limit. Damn. Damn, son. Yeah. Well, I guess that would make sense too. Damn, that's I crazy. Mean, he bro. went from there, then he had a little stint with uh Cash Money. Yep. And then Jeez. Uh, he's at where he's at. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's weird how some of those things, you know, like with music, you know, because there's so much out there. Some of those things you can just completely miss. Like honestly, I really didn't have any I think I didn't know about Master P until Romeo came out and did that Nickelodeon show. Damn, really? I didn't know anything about it. Like it, it was just one of those things that I just complete. It went poof, like way over the head. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it happens. I mean, when it comes to music, there's so many people that do it. Exactly. That it's not possible to know everything. Everything. And we're 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 not even you know just talking about just hip hop. We're talking about yeah. everything. I mean, especially when you think about it on a global stance of underground scenes because mm. even in this city there's various underground scenes most definitely so you keep blowing that up it's i don't know it's just crazy to think about most definitely there's a lot out there there is i mean you've got like the underground electronic scene here you've got the indie bands mm-hmm. You've got the the beat makers, you know. There's, there's, I mean, you've got the stand up comics. I mean, there's yeah. not even getting into, you know, getting out of music into yeah. other scenes too. Poets, yep. painters, visual artists of all sorts, you know. I mean, photographers. Yep. You know, all that. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's been like this crazy renaissance going on here for a mm-hmm. minute now, and that was honestly. When I was saying that I got burnt out on Orlando like six or seven years in, that was mm-hmm. the reason why I got burnt out because all of my – I knew so many people that were doing dope shit, but it just didn't seem like anything was – I don't know. Like nobody was realizing any of this was happening in Orlando. That was it's like It's very me. hard to be the one that sees it, and when you try to explain it to people, they're just like, nah. And exactly. And then years later, when it when it feels like it's starting to happen, and everybody's on that page now, and you're like, "Yep," it's like, "Okay, now y'all, now <laughs> yep. y'all see it." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, now that I'm thinking about it right now, I have to give a quick shout out to the Chicken and Beer crew too because that shit on Friday was pretty ridiculous. I must yeah, say, yeah, I saw a little clip. That shit was packed. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I just love the uh the different vibes of all the DJs too because mm-hmm. they just have like completely different completely different sets from everybody else. I mean, I heard house music, I heard beat sessions, you know, like it, it was just all over the place. I love the I mean, that's how it should be. Yes. Variety is important. Need the eclectic the eclectic vibes always. This no. man has a uh this man has a wrestling belt. Where does <laughs> yo yo, <laughs> yo are you the, what are you the world champion of? The 
world champion and making beats, man. Ah, right. yes, 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 facts. You you came in flexing hard with the yeah. with the gold. World champion of making beats. Yeah, no, I saw there's a lot of like, you know, wrestling memorabilia. Are you big into wrestling? Hell yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, let's go down that okay, road. Okay, yeah, this is this yeah. is this is about to happen now. This yeah, yeah. Really into it. Yeah, that was the sad thing. Like that day where I was in Japan and I was like, dog, I'm tired of being lost. I actually did leave the house. And I wanted to go see New Japan. Yes, I was just about to ask. And the the only night that they were in Tokyo was that Saturday. And, like, I get there, mm-hmm. all the tickets are sold out. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, of and, course. And, like, I feel like a moron because, like, oh, you know, it actually was, like, remember I was telling you, like, oh, you know, I took pictures. And so when I actually decided to go and I was like, oh, I recognize this. She was actually simple. And it was just, like. Just I didn't take I'd never been to this train station before, but once I got to the train station, it's like you get off the stop and the stop takes you to Tokyo Dome. So it would have just been Damn. easy to just get there a little earlier. Damn. And yeah, I missed the whole shit, but uh, whatever. I guess there's a reason to go back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Could so you at least watch it on TV? Okay, so like I tried they have like a TGI Friday over there. And uh-huh. I tried to I went inside and like they had a bunch <laughs> of TVs and I'm and I'm doing my best and I'm like I'm asking a guy like can you put on New Japan? And you got, you know, it's the language barrier. He's like, you are in Japan. <laughs> like, nah, like, so I had to br- bring out the translator and I was like, you know, like wrestling, like, you know, cause, and I, I point like at the Tokyo Dome and he, so then he like vanished and he came back with some remote controls. He was trying to change it, but couldn't, couldn't. No bueno. Yeah. Oh. They didn't do like a live stream or nothing like that. Damn, yeah. Son. But yeah, no, I, I would, um, I'll present this like towards the end of my sets when I was over there. And I had like a little phrase like um Kore wa champion no ongaku des, which is basically this is music of champions. And so I'll just play that shit or say that like at the hey. end. Yeah, it was cool. The people fucked with it. Cause at <laughs> first I was afraid. Like going to Japan, knowing I was about to do this, I was like, okay, this is gonna be a crazy idea. Like, mm-hmm. you know, first international show, got the inter- you know, the world champion, like international belt. So I'm like, yeah, man, it's gonna be a good idea. I was gonna say, yeah, real right? shit. But real then I'm shit. like, dude, are they gonna feel like I'm disrespecting them because you gotta be aware, you know. Like a lot of places are right wing as fuck, bro. Like there's like there's like a big you know right wing wave in like a lot of fucking countries all over the world, and they even like if you're a foreigner they call you gaijin, mm-hmm. which just you know means just like you know you're not from here, right? Yep. So I was like, fuck, I'm gonna come through with the belt, and I'm a gaijin. Like somebody might crack a bottle, and Yo. Like, you know, bust me open. Like, <laughs> Could be getting into some shit. Yeah, it might have to be a real one, right? Uh, but then, nah, like, I played my, you know, because I did at the end of, the, of my set, and, like, Cats was feeling it, and then, like, you could, like, hear in the recordings, like, people in the, in the crowd going, champion, champion, and it's, like, it's crazy. <laughs> Everybody wanted to take a picture with it, and it was a good way to, like, be able to, like, try to communicate with Cats, you know, like. Yeah. That's yeah. It's a good little icebreaker, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it ended up working something out. something in common with them. You're exactly. Like, All right. Yeah, it was awesome. Damn, that's what's up. <laughs> so what did you get into wrestling then? Oh, bro, damn, like, fuck. Uh, sometime around 1998, oh, man. there was, like, uh, like WWF took over MTV for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. And Triple H and China and shit, they're always, like, on there. And then that's, I'm like, who are these people and this, this, and that. And then one day I'm flipping through, and then it's, like, I land on the USA Network, and it's Monday Night Raw. And Undertaker's just, like, killing Stone Cold, like killing him isn't that an undertaker like yeah. figure right there yeah. i yeah. saw that at yeah. the beginning of the show 
But like Taker's legs are much longer though. I gotta put Kerry Kittle's back up because he fell down. Oh. And so yeah, no, Lana Taker's like killing him. I'm like, holy shit, what is this? And then like, oh, Stone Cold's in the hospital, blah blah. <laughs> and then, then like, yeah, and I just kept watching, and then, and then like, oh, even okay, the only the only thing I like a lot about Hollywood is that like, they have a nice wrestling scene. There's um, I got a couple friends who like uh, who who do like independent wrestling over Word. there. That's yeah. what's up. That's and, what's up. Yo, so I was in Clearwater last night, and I went to this one arcade. It's like a bar and arcade, and the bartender. He actually wrestles too, and this guy he's like he's wrestled in New Japan, he's wrestled in England, and he's also wrestled with my boys. So it's really nice that like you know cats I went to high school with, you know what I mean, like getting out there like that. Like damn, that's what's up. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I take it you got hooked from a, from that first time you were watching Raw and shit. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Were you, were you are you ever been into this? Oh, I mean, I've been into wrestling. Well, I was into wrestling. I got introduced to it when I was like really young. So I used to stay up like mad late when I was in elementary school. Yeah. And I would watch like Raw and like all these other things like ECW used to come on Word. and shit. Yeah, Friday yo, nights. Once yo, once I found out about ECW, like that shit fucked me up. <laughs> and growing up, one of my homies, his dad used to wrestle in ECW. I don't think he was like big like that, but What was it Mass Transit? Um, <laughs> I hope I hope it wasn't mass transit. <laughs> I wouldn't even tell nobody my dad was mass transit. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah. I think he used to go by the Rock. Like this was before, obviously. Yeah. Okay. The Rock, as we know him, you know, Mr. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yo, I was not allowed to watch wrestling growing up, man. Yeah, really. I get I'll get like temporary bans too. Like like if I wasn't doing good in school or something. They're like no wrestling this week or whatever. If I, anything, like they always took that shit away from me. I just wasn't allowed Damn. to watch it at all. Not at all, yo. Why not? Uh, too they, violent? Yeah, I guess. Too <sighs> violent. And then, like, you know, I was in, I grew up in a, a Puerto Rican Catholic conservative household. You word, know? Word. So oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they, they were not about that shit. At <laughs> not about that shit. Shit. My grandfather used to, like, get the pay per views, record them, and then send me the tape. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like, a real one right yeah. there. Man, that's what's up. Yeah, no, I did. But that was interesting to think about, too. Because they wouldn't let us watch that due to violence, but they were totally okay with us being around for all the boxing pay-per-views that they would get because they got every single boxing pay-per-view. That's for sure. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, right. It's like, it, and I don't even realize that until li- years later on. Now, now I'm just like, well, what was the what? what? I don't understand. Maybe it's the whole like I'm actually watching grown men beat the shit out of each other now. <laughs> like it's like I, I mean. Wrestling, people are beating the shit out of each other, but it's not to the degree of boxing where it's just literally two men punching each other in the face for 12 rounds straight. Well, that's the difference between sport and then sports entertainment. Maybe it was the storylines. I mean, that's the, that's what I would assume as well. Being, because, cause, I, you know, being Catholic, seeing Undertaker. Yeah, it's, uh, like, no. it's, yeah, it's a little, a little risque. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. When I started getting into death metal in high school, oh, man, they <laughs> loved me. <laughs> that was probably the best relationship I've ever had with my parents during those years. That's not sarcasm at all. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's funny because later on, because I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling growing up, later on when they came out with the WWE Network, I got on that shit immediately because that's, I was always into wrestling, but from like 
from a removed oh. standpoint because I never got a chance to, to watch any of it. Yeah. So when I got the WWE Network, I just went back and I just started running through everything. Like, basically start of Attitude Era, all the WCW shit in there too. Went yeah. back to like 80s shit, watched a bunch of that old shit too. Like, went back mm-hmm. to 70s, like watching a bunch of that old stuff. Yo, like it's, I, I had like a, a lovely like education of myself yeah. of just going through all the classics. And it was, it was a good time, man. I'm not going to lie. Favorite wrestler. Damn. I don't even know if I have one, honestly. Like I, I feel like I'm too, I'm too short in the game to be able to, to like say something with a bona fide opinion. All right. Well, I'll get to Ant in a second, but WWF or WCW or WWE, my bad. We can say WWF here. It's fine. I don't think they're going to sue us. Well, I mean, Maybe I'm just covering my bases. Uh, fair, fair <laughs> enough. I feel, I feel that. Uh, I'm probably gonna. Oh man, because uh, the the reason I was gonna say kind of works in the other way as well too. So that point probably wouldn't work too well. Damn. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm probably just gonna go WWF. I mean, WCW had its nice little point there can i just say ecw instead can i just say I mean, that sure yeah i mean I'm, there's plenty of other organizations yeah, say, that are I'm, out there i'm just gonna go but, ECW. you know the the main two that were hogging the spotlight fair enough clearly out of the main two i'm going wwe wwe yeah. wwf whatever and favorite wrestler i think it's booker t booker t yeah Oof. Booker T. yeah Oof. like he was so you know animated and like the way he did his kicks and you know like when he we're did coming for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like when he do his knee drops, like the way like you know what I mean, just look like yo, his look, like he was about to just spaz the yeah, fuck out. Yeah, yeah, he did all these things and when he stick his hand out and shit, like you know what I mean, just yep. the, all these iconic moments and shit, and like really good on the mic, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And he's like just like I said, he's like you know very athletic and just like agile and shit. It's just exciting. <laughs> One of the people to inspire me to get dreadlocks, also. Word. Oh yeah, shit. Nice. Most definitely. Most definitely. Real Shouts shit. out to Booker T. Yeah, shout out to yeah, Booker yeah. T. My, and my boys, they wrestled with him. Like, they, they he, he, he. So the thing is, is they're called Tech Squad, right? Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's Big Mike Monroe, and then you have Trevor Reed, and then you have Jim Shorebay. And Jim Shorebay is uh, the manager, right? And mm-hmm. he's also real-life younger brother of Big Mike. And those two I went to school with. Anyway. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, there was, like, some event in Texas or whatever, and they went. And... um. <laughs> Booker T hit Jim with the chair and shit and he's like, Bro, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh shit, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Damn. Uh oh, you have to answer the WWF oh. WCW oh, yeah, yeah, question. Yeah. Too. Okay, it's tough because you know something to to get the WWF that we love, to get the attitude area that we love, it was a product of the conflict between WCW exactly. for the Monday Night Wars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Before that, you know, that shit was kind of corny, you know. Exactly. Like, before that, and then like that was the point that I was gonna bring up that I second guessed myself. That's in my why head. it's hard. It's yep. really and, and like you know what I mean. And then like because of the pressure Vince was under, he brought you know we got some good ass characters and yep. a lot of like unforgettable moments. I mean like you got kids like telling their teachers you know it doesn't matter if the homework is due tomorrow or some you know what I mean like that cat's wilding out right. And and it's just yeah I mean like because at the end of the WCW era they, it like flipped immediately like all of that shit was 
corny. Word, yeah, corny. They're, they're running out of ideas. A lot of their top wrestlers jump ship. They exactly. Went to WWF. Yep. Yeah, because like at the time, like WCW was like being just getting crushed and like with like Hogan and, and his little backstage politics and his squad. Kevin Nash ruining shit. Yep. Vince Russo with dumbass ideas. Yep. And uh, yeah, so yeah. Oh Vince. Oh yeah. Vince Russo. So yeah, shit got weird. <laughs> so what's your what's your final your uh, final verdict then? We still haven't got one. Yeah. No. Well, it's still. Yeah, it's still gonna be well. Mm. See, this is where I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for that period in time, yeah, you know, like. WWE, right? Um, but now, you know, now you're older and you watch other things and there's more there's more things and, you know, going to events is is also, it's crazier too. Uh, sometimes, like, they're not they're not doing some of the crazy things as you might see in, like, New Japan with, like, the flips and, like, the near-death, like, yeah. suplexes and, you know, you're not seeing as much as that, but, like, the crowd reaction when you're involved and, like, you know, getting, sometimes, like, you can get in a wrestler's face and call him soft as fuck, and like yep. he gives you shit back too, and it's like rip up signs, you know. So that that's a whole nother thing too. Um, but I guess yeah, you know, if I do have to pick, I will say WWF, you know. Boom. Yeah, you got to give us yours then. Um, and favorite wrestler too. All right, so Ultimate Warrior was, you know, I like his, you know, just when he goes crazy and shit. Yeah, great on the mic. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but. Favorite, like, actual real good wrestler because if you really know wrestling history, Ultimate Warrior was more of a showman than an actual wrestler, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but Bret Hart, oh, okay, mm. yeah, Bret Hart, yeah. And like, and then around that time, you know, Katz wasn't really doing what he was doing, like, in terms mm-hmm. of like in WWE and shit, yeah. And then like, like, that's real why real technical wrestling, word, yep. And that's why it's interesting to me because like, I actually want to go back. Every now and then, like, I follow a bunch of shit on Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. they'll show you, like, some match in New Japan, like, early 90s, late 80s. And, like, there's, the, the, back then they were doing shit that, like, finally WWE is doing now, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I want to uh, one day come back and, like, change my answer or whatever. Like, study more, you know? I feel that. I feel that. Damn, I don't even have a favorite wrestler still. I, I can't even I can't even pick one. But, but who's the one that, you know what, like glued you like you like you know what yeah. i mean there has to be that one that you saw some character had to pull you in. that's like oh this one i'm gonna keep watching wrestling i think honestly it it's like cliche but it was probably the rock just because i had a classmate because i lived in pensacola and most of his family is Word. like from pensacola yeah, yeah in that area like roman reigns he's from pensacola also exactly so like i had a classmate growing up that was a uh, what was it? I think she well, was. Well, the Rock and Roman Reigns are cousin cousins or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this girl was either Dwayne's cousin also or his niece. It was Wait, some, was, some it, was it Nia Jax? No, no, it was not. <laughs> it was not Nia. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so it is. I think probably just having that kind of close-ish connection, even though I never met him or anything. But you mm-hmm. know, just having that close-ish connection and her coming to class and then having all these pictures of like family reunions and then not even, you know, just not even just the rock, like all these other, you know, big name professional wrestlers that she yeah. was related to their families. Deep. Extensive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, like going back too. Yeah. And you, like 
when you look up on Wikipedia, they put them like the Annoy family or something like that. Like, yep, it's like, almost like a mafia or something like. Yep. part of this squadron right here. Yeah, and so just the way he's Samoan, the way he was talking shit too, and the just the way he talked shit, and then introduced me at that time to how everybody else was talking shit. <laughs> also, like he was just like that first introduction I had to that kind of I don't know that kind of feeling. You know, like nah, fuck you. Like this, yeah. that that whole I don't know that it. Yeah, he he was the first person to just kind of introduce me to all of it. So interesting to think about, I suppose. See, I not the not the best wrestler though. I remember when The Rock was first starting, and like he used to come out with like the fucking tassels on his arm and shit. Oh yeah, and like on the boot. <laughs> was that when yeah. he was a uh, when he was Maya Villa still? Uh, was that I before so. that? Yeah, I yeah, it was around so, that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like sometimes like that's the crazy thing too, like. The characters really get saved mm-hmm. because, yes. yeah, because that gimmick was not going to really, no, that, that, that gimmick was not going to make him what we love now. Not at all. Oh, word. Yes, by all means. I got a question for y'all. What what wrestler do you feel like if you were, like, you know what I mean? Like, who do you identify the most? Because for me, Booker T is my favorite, but I feel like, you know, like, as a, like, maybe as a musician, I'm more like CM Punk, mm. you know? True that. Yeah, you know, with like part of, I get a, I get pleasure from traveling and playing music. You know, everywhere. Like I, I love that shit. You know, like I come to people, and you know, um, I mean, I'm always like down to like you know, I wish I wish the beat scene was kind of a little bit more competitive in a way that we could have like a sound clash maybe, you know, it, it, like for example, like I don't know, I, Black Ants defending his title, right? Yes. And, and then. One cap, you know, we play three rounds, 15 minutes each or something like that, 10 minutes each. And then, you know, three rounds and then you let the crowd decide, like, whose set was hotter or whatever the case is. Yeah, and that way, you know, just it also provide us with an opportunity to grow because, like, sometimes, you know, people, sometimes people are playing the same tracks they were playing a year ago Hmm. when you go watch a live performance and shit. (laughs) And so having that sound clash, you know what I'm saying? Now you really like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta really make it Step hot. Step the game up, yeah. yeah I gotta give yeah. people shit, you know. I gotta give people what they want. And then if if you're not able to or whatever, then here's an opportunity to um to learn. I just need the asterisk. That's all. Yeah. Don't worry about me, people at home. Just uh, doing the yeah, technical things behind the scene here. Proper etiquette, that's all. Yes, exactly. Indeed. Shit. The fan, you, th- yeah, I just so did it exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> Put that over there. Uh, I mean, if you leave it right there, I could get to it. But. Right. Boom. Anyways, do you have somebody that you identified with then? Because uh, um, I'm not very good at these questions, apparently. I would say Farouk. Okay, cool. Oh, damn. All right, word. Just because... Strong style. Yeah. I mean. Oh, shit. <laughs> just the, the leadership that he took with Nation of Domination. Like, I'm more than ready to be on some shit like that musically. Like, mm-hmm. if, you know, just getting people in line. Damn, I feel that. Damn, you took a good one. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, even before he was Farouk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Ron Simmons. Yeah, when he yep. was, yeah, like ECW, uh, WCW's like first like African American. Yep. Yeah, that's a crazy thing too. Damn, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to say maybe because of my rebellious nature that I've had my whole life, maybe a rowdy. Uh, oh, okay. Just because uh, that man was wild as shit. Just absolutely wild. I can't say I'm as wild as him, but just the, I don't know, that rebellious nature for yeah, sure. Yeah, he kind of low-key, like, yeah, he kind of, like, embodies, like, what was going on, like, in the late 80s with, like, you know, with, not the late 80s, so maybe, like, late 70s and stuff like that with, like, punk and then exactly how that carried over to kids skating. Exactly. Listening to Ramones and shit. Like, yep, that was, that was me as a little kid, you I know? Really, yeah, I, was, I can really see that. I was only listening to, like, Hip hop and punk music. That was about it. And yeah, I mean, and then even that music's crazy because it's like it's the same message. Exactly, it comes with the same energy. And then like you know, back to the shit again, where like like uh you know when you're looking at like what what would you consider Napalm Death? Is that like grindcore? Is that punk? Like where does that fall? Napalm Death. Uh, I wouldn't maybe go so. Far I don't think it's punk. Grindcore, but yeah, but I saw them in a grindcore documentary and I was a little confused. I don't think I'd call them grindcore, but. I mean, they have a little, a little grindy aspects to them. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if I call them grindcore. I'd, I'd say probably just. I'm gonna look it up now. Cause now I'm, I'm interested in that. I wouldn't call them punk. Yeah, I wouldn't call them punk. It's definitely more of a maybe like more of like a hardcore type. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's more like hardcore, honestly. Damn, I haven't heard Napalm Death in a long <laughs> time. Yo, in 2016, they were in Tampa. They played at the Orpheum. And it was awesome because they're saying on the old Google's extreme metal. Yeah, exactly. I was just, yeah, I'm, I'm just going with just like metal, just hardcore metal. It's like 50 billion genres of metal. Exactly. Like it's, it's always New shades of metal, but I mean, I guess it comes from, you know, different bands just having slightly different, playing Spe- aspects and everything. Speaking of which, how do y'all feel about the uh, the newly it seems like christened term of like the the lo-fi hip hop shit and like the 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 beats to study to shit, you know, like cuz that's like that's like a thing that yeah. almost hurts me whenever yeah. I see it. Yeah, the beats to study to thing be fucking me up because I see people from high school who are about that shit now, but when I was in classes with them, they were not about my beats. Real shit. <laughs> and so I'm Real like, shit. wait, you, you you told me my shit sounded like it needs to be mastered. So now, why are you, you know what I'm saying? So, and then so yeah, it's kind of that one's different. Um, especially when it's like I know I've met a lot of people recently that are usually on like a turn up vibe. I can get down with a turn up vibe too. I love I love getting hype as well, just as much as everybody else. But I love what brought me to hip-hop in the first place which is the original emotions and feelings i've felt from these beautifully you know sculpted instrumentals those are the things that brought me to this shit and that's that's the shit that's always going to like bring that those feelings out of me you know what i'm saying and so for this whole that whole thing to to come apart or to come by as well for me like me seeing people that i know are just always on this like straight hype vibe and all this shit and they're like oh yeah you don't you don't fuck with these like Man, Beats sh- to study too, and I'm just like, are you are you serious right now? That that just sounds like antidepressants to me, man. You know that whole <laughs> pain of smile shit, regardless. Um, but it's it's cool now because now like clearly there's gonna be more appreciation for what we're doing. At the time when I first saw Lo-Fi, I like my music is Lo-Fi, not because it is by choice or the aesthetic it was just because i you know i was ignorant i didn't really know how to make my shit sound crispier i didn't know how to play with my highs i didn't know about compression word mm-hmm. so to see that like 
but you know, I mean, that's usually what art is. Like, you kind of actually work with what you're less talented with, or whatever it is. Like, you you work with your weakness and try to make it your strength, or whatever. Like, paint around it, or whatever. So to go ahead and champion the name Lo-Fi makes sense, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't like that in the beginning. Yeah, I feel that. How do you feel about this? I mean, I feel it's just further commercialization of hip hop. Yeah. I mean, every so often it happens. Why do you think trap is a universal sound right now? Heavy, huh? Very true. Yo, this is heavy. Heavy than I thought. Everyone have some hardware. Ooh, ooh, that feels nice. That feels nice. Damn. It's nice. Anyway, but yeah, no, you you were saying sorry people at home. I, yeah. I was just putting on the belt. <laughs> I was feeling like a boss over here. But yeah, I mean, just go back in time. And look at top hits that were on the radio and listen to what they were talking about. It was more informative back in the day where now it's more derogative. Yeah. What, so, what's kind of curious to me is like the same forces that were publishing these artists are also the same forces publishing the current artists too. Mm-hmm. So now, you know what I mean? What is it, what is it about the message that isn't being said anymore? Like what, like what, why are they censoring it in a sense? You know, like what, why are they not sharing that message? What's inside of that is like, do they fear something or, you it, know? Yeah, it's it's control. It's all mind control, bro. Most definitely. Everything. Most definitely. I mean, it's I mean, with how dangerous you know, considering looking back at groups like Public Enemy and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what some people would consider dangerous, you know, like thought policing and all that shit. Like that's. That's the type of shit that they don't want to be out there in the mainstream for people to hear. Like, they were on some real shit back then. Had people marching in the streets, you know? Like, knowledge is the number one thing people of power do not want people of color to obtain. Yep. Real shit. Real shit. Why do you think they kept slaves uneducated? Because if they could realize that they could come up, they would come up. Yep. There wasn't any stopping them. They were, you know, slave masters were way outnumbered. Oh, yeah. So and all the slaves were way stronger than them in yeah. the first place. Yeah. They were the ones doing all the work. And then when it finally happened, Nat Turner. Yep. But, yeah, you know. The lo-fi. Interesting. Yeah, I just wanted to... From I, lo-fi I to, to slavery. Well. Always. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. That's how it goes around here. That's how it goes. Yeah, I had to bring that up, though, just because I, I've... It's been something that's, like... I don't know if I could say it's, like, irked me, but it's definitely... It's it, it's irked me. It's irked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, now I use I tag it in and shit. I'm like, ah, fuck it, bro. I mean... It is what it is now. Yeah. But... It's a necessity now because people don't know it by any other name. I just call it hip-hop. Agreed. Some people don't even say lo-fi hip-hop. They're just like, oh, that's lo-fi music. Yeah. Like. But then to an extent, yeah, because Cats was making lo-fi music in their garage. Yep. So, I and like, I was actually, that for me, I was actually inspired more by that type of music as well to make beats because I wouldn't be that equivalent. Like, I really like Lightning Bolt. And I want to be the hip hop equivalent of Lightning Bolt when, like, what I do with the beats and what I try. Like, I do a live performance that's supposed to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I went to a Lightning Bolt show. Holy shit. That was the craziest thing. Like, Brian Chippendale, the way he plays and the way, like, 
yo, the, the the venue was completely packed. Like it was hot as hell. Like those wa- like wa- water on the walls from all the heat. Damn, like it was Damn. crazy. Like yeah, sweat box. Yeah, it was a sweat box. It was all the humidity. And so, if I could do that with that PC on stage, yeah. And so, but their shit was lo-fi. Um, there's this one like Sun Sun Ra album of what Atlantis. That's crazy. That's crazy lo-fi. Maybe it, maybe it could at the time they thought it was like proper mixing or it was hi-fi to somebody. Yeah. But that shit just sounds you know crazy and. Shouts to Sun Ra, man. So to be included with something like that, that's cool too. Cause I love hip hop a lot. But sometimes I feel like when people simply only consider it in the realm of hip hop and not all of the music, it's a disservice because hip hop is electronic music. Yep. It's not, but they don't call it hip. They don't call it electronic. They call it just hip hop. Like <coughs> there's like a prestige in electronic or the fact that the machines, the equipment, like it's like a studious thing. Just a slower BPM, bro. Same yep. shit. Exactly. Same type of look at Planet Rock. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How's that like the most well-known hip-hop track, but doesn't necessarily sound like hip-hop? Real shit. That shit still rides to this day too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I love this. I love these conversations. Like this is, this is why this is why I love doing this shit. Honestly, right here. Is to have these real ass conversations, because mm-hmm. these things they don't get to be talked about as often as I feel like they need to be. So I appreciate people like y'all coming through and appreciating that vibe, and you know, wanting to wanting to make sure that the essential shit about this culture is not forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That belt is hard, <laughs> by the way, that too. Is nice. it, it is it is very hard flexing out here. <laughs> yeah, I got lucky with that one. Um, Where'd you find it? All right, so we would meet up, since uh, one of us, we have the uh, the WWE Network, we'll just meet up for, like, pay-per-views at, um, you know, at a mutual friend's house and whatever. And the one house I went to that night, he used to actually backyard wrestle with with uh, like tech squad. Like, oh damn! Yeah, yeah. When we were in high school, my buddies were doing like a backyard thing called ASPW, and then two, three of those guys actually now, you know, you know. Gotcha. And, and so anyway, uh, so we met up. We went to go. We were watching some some pay per view, and homie had the really small replica joint, like the tiny shits. Um, and I I was playing with it the whole night, just talking shit, dude. I was like, I really was like, I felt like I was on the mic. Like, I really felt like I had the belt and I was in. You were embodying it? Yeah. yeah. I was talking so much shit. Like, <laughs> at one point, dude, I was saying, I said some dumb shit. I'm like, yo, I see you got a coat closet, but you ain't got a damn belt closet for this championship belt, <laughs> motherfucker. Dude, I was just getting stupid. <laughs> and then one cat, he's in there and he goes, hey, I got the real belt. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. And then this is. Maybe a month or two. Yeah, two months before I go to Japan. So I'm like, whoa. And this is what I wanted to do. I was about to buy, like, because online, mm-hmm. long story short, online, it's like, even in this condition, it's like 300 bucks. He gave it to me for 150 Damn. The only thing yeah, was, like, steal. some of the rubies or whatever were missing, but I bought the replacement online. Mm-hmm. And it's like 40 bucks to get a nameplate. So I'm wondering, like, still thinking about it. 
Damn, yo, the, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say, yeah, nameplate definitely. That 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 needs to happen. You should even maybe think about getting it personalized in different ways to add on to other parts of it. Yeah, yeah, and I feel you know kind of like how Stone Cold had his personalized belt. Word, hardcore style and shit. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Ooh, there's just so many ways you could take that. Oh. And from far away, because up close, it doesn't look like the way I thought it looked when it was far away. Far away, like, this shit looks a bit more, the engravings look, like, a bit more, like, blocky, right? Mm. Yeah. On TV, look like this shit, like, will grate your forehead into cheese. <laughs> but this shit's actually, like, really smooth. That that really, um, <laughs> I was like, it surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'd end up rolling blunts on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that too. Getting past airport security is a bitch with this thing. <laughs> yeah, I um, right when I landed in Japan, they we op- <laughs> they opened up my fucking bag, and it's just at the very top. He's like, he's like, are you a champion? I'm like, he, he's like <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, of what? So I say in Japanese, on Gaku, and he's like, he starts laughing. So he's going through my shit. So now he moves my boxers and like. There's my SP. And then he moves more shit and there's a mixer. He goes, wow, you're for real. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and yeah. (laughs) He asked me uh, if I smoke cigarettes because what people do sometimes, they like, they come from other countries. This is the whole gaijin culture too. They'll come from other countries and buy mad cigarettes because it's cheap and then go back home and sell them. So he asked me like if I smoke cigarettes and I was like, no, I got asthma. He's like, me too. And we slapped fives, yo. Airport <laughs> nice. security at the like right yeah. where I landed. It was so crazy. I've been like, yo, man. where the food spots at? <laughs> and they got a cool open container over there, uh, uh, open container law. Like, you can be in the car as long as you're not driving. You can be drinking beer. You can be on the subway drinking beer. Like, so right where like I'm still with my shit, I'm stumbling Sounds out of the. Right. <laughs> my boy meets me. He's just he just had a hand like this holding a can of beer, and we drink that shit in the airport like in front of everybody. Damn, it didn't matter. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing right there. Definitely. So, like, I could pour up a rum and coke. Just it's over. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, you do that. Just chill. When I was getting back from Belize, when I was leaving, I had this actually in my Jansport. I'm like, it might just be easier to just have it on a carry-on. It goes through the thing. They're like, what's that plate in your bag? I'm like, damn, what do you say like that? <laughs> <laughs> So now as I unzip it a little bit, the shit starts blinging. I love that shit. When you see that shit blinging, <laughs> hit someone in the face. And and then she goes, oh, okay, all right. And then some people behind me, they're like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> oh, a cat was geeking. He knew what it was. And I was like, yeah, yeah, DJ and shit and blah, blah, blah. He's like, wow. And that's how that's what happened, too, in Japan. Like, the moment we opened the shit, I just, he still had the flap kind of up on my on my luggage. So I just seen the light on his face. I'm like. <laughs> shit is ridiculous yeah i'm mad obvious <laughs> yeah i wish that's be like one thing too like fantasy shit like we're like all rolling out they all had their own belt and we just be showing up like powers <laughs> <laughs> that's what's good that's yeah, what's like, good because essentially you know what i mean it's just about like championing your style right so like definitely. You, get, you get yeah you get your custom belt colors whatever Special shining in the night shit, man. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. That's what's good. That's what's good. Yo, so I have to ask everybody, what is on the horizon for everyone 
as of right now? I know you briefly touched on the, you know, all the stuff that you were working on as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, January 3rd, I am doing a show at the Orlando Museum of Art, uh, Age of Aquarius. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Me, King Carlo, we're going to be doing some stuff with a, a three-piece band and a few really dope local rappers. Well, I won't say local because, I mean, they got some clout out there, but, you know, they're from Orlando. Yeah, so it's going to be beautiful. Most definitely, most definitely. Any other projects as well? Um, Yeah, I got a beat tape that I'm working on. That's the joint I'm trying to drop before the year ends. Yes. Um, and uh, me and this dude going to start a project. Work. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be crazy. All right. All More right. details. All right. More <laughs> details <laughs> later. Okay. 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 How about yourself? Anything else on the horizon for you? Uh, for Black Ant, um, I think I got, I think I got a few things coming out next year. Not, not sure. Um, but there should be maybe two or three in the beginning. Uh, one of the cats I linked up with in Japan, he has a label, C Three Labs, and um, we're gonna we'll do a beat tape. Then we're also gonna do like where I rap over his beats. It's gonna be another project. Yeah, and then I don't know more traveling. Nah, I'm gonna just take it low key this, this yeah? coming year. Yeah, cool out. Yeah, rest. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Same. Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably just take it low key, try to stack up this money. Bet. <laughs> Damn, I need to do that, and I'm only thinking about traveling this year right now. Honestly, you should do it though. <sighs> Plan it so there's business behind it. Yes, there will definitely be business behind <laughs> all of the traveling, that is for sure. But it's going to be a lot, a lot. <laughs> Some international traveling, too. So mm-hmm. it's it'll be a good amount, that is for sure. But, yo, I'm hyped on uh, I'm hyped on everything that's happening right now. I'm hyped to go to that show, too, on the 3rd, bro. That's uh, very promising. Oh, yeah. Very it's promising. It's going to be really nice. I'm, I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm man, I'm, for it. I'm very excited for it. Uh, I think everyone's gonna have a good time. That's gonna go there. Definitely. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just sounds dope, man. Where's it gonna be again? The Orlando Museum of Art. Yes. Do you know the time? Um, <laughs> six to nine. Okay, word. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are gonna do heat of the week real fast, and then get out of this area. Let everybody go on there. They're merry ways on this beautiful Sunday. Word, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're about to hear the Trap House Heat of the Week. Heat of the week. First up, Method Man. New album coming out. Good shit, man. Glad I'm glad to hear. Glad to hear. You know, we got these these legends in the game still putting shit out. You know what I'm saying? These are beautiful things to see. Beautiful things to see. 
I want to pick a random one, just a random one off this album, just because I don't even know. Hmm. 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 I don't even know. There's so many features. I don't know if I want a feature song or if I just want just meth. Who's he got as a feature? I mean, he's got a bunch of people featured on here. Let's see. Uh, there's Ray, Snoop Dogg. Nori, Redman, uh, Rock, Capadonna, Sheik Luch. Damn. There's some, yeah, there's some. some promising, promising yeah. features. Yeah. yeah, some hitters, some some hitters for sure. I think the Redman one might yeah. be crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going with the Redman. It is labeled Episode 5, oh. Wild Cats. Yeah, let's get into this. Name of the album is Meth Lab Season 2, The Lithium. Stairway is pissy, the crown they give me don't even fit me. King me is whiskey, a jiggy get me, I plead the 50. They'll never sniff me, judge or convict me, so just equip me. The fuzz against me, I'm butter slippery, they think I'm shifty. Zero to 60, this just a quickie, you blink, you miss me. I'm just a fishy, got my bread and my cheddar crispy. My queen Chrissy, I kill her dead if she ever quit me. These hoes only look blue and tipsy, they said I'm picky, that's perfect. Even scratch the surface, go ahead and sniff me. I'm pushing 50, can't find your woman, she pushing with me. Was pushing literally, the family business was pushing ripley. That pushing with me. I get it gritty, no pretty in me But pretty trendy, I had to spend me a pretty penny One out of many, laugh at any, too many envy Don't give me, give me, I can be dirty, no shimmy, shimmy It's here's a relay, but you can call him Shimmy from Belly Method to Selly, we coming out, we gon' catch a felon About the jelly, the PLO, what we call the deli The loud we smelly, can smell it all in your belly, belly Bark a cold like refrigerators, but ain't no peri Careful fucking with regulators across the ferry It's necessary, I gotta bury my adversary These niggas scary, commentary this commissary, this shit is merely a little something, so don't get weary. Wildcats from Missouri, you be a judge and jury. I love you dearly, you get it poppin', you feel the fury. Be tellin' Siri to call the pigs to come get near me. Hit a killer to be a killer, but ain't no skeleton. Pissin' on them, we shittin' on them, but no I'll kill it. Speaking country to country grammar, but ain't no Nelly. Once upon a shallot with no spelling. We them wildcats, you don't want that dope. We keep slingin' till it's right on your coast. Come Where on. Where the bricks standin' there at? I got them right in my skull. Leave them dead till I turn them to ghosts, you know? Yeah. We them wildcats. You don't want that smoke. We ain't rich, so we gone for broke, nigga. Where the that nail at? We fitting to go at they throat. She must be kidding, trying to go with the ghosts. Come on. When I ain't sober, I'm... I've been trying to find whoever produced this this whole time, and I am just struggling over here on the internet. Apparently, my Google skills are not what they, they seem to be, so... Yeah, I feel like that, like, a lot lately. My Google shit, my Google shit ain't working. No, not on point? Nah. I feel that. Yeah. I feel like a, I feel like a scrub right now, not gonna lie. I'm a, I'm a herb, I'm a herb. Can't find that shit anywhere. Jeez. All right, fair enough. 
spill like still watering pipes when the winter chill my new going in i call a lucille see lucy lou you like kill bill the kids ill the doc for lay your mind bill you see it's not your brain's still on your duck bill when cats kill my rupture my killing hill chasing his hundred mils street lills i'm hard to kill call me the man is still real recognize real like i'm mad to kill you mad to kill you all ass like tip drill we them wild cats y'all want that dope we keep slinging till it's okay yeah i'm gonna figure this out right now but anyways that was wildcats episode five method man featuring red man street life and hands on peep that new method album yo good to see the good to see the ogs in the game still putting shit out always meth ripped that shit though. i know that's what i'm saying he, he went in he went in all right all right meth i see you i see you next up heat of the week while i'm looking up whoever produced that song because i still need to know we got knowledge dropping a little, little uh, remix album of No Worries, I believe. Pretty sure. Yeah, and uh, it's a actually he's got the album. He's got it as a Japanese title, and it translates to Bobby and Bobby Volume One. So, name of the song we listening to today from this is I Heard, Good Shit. As of right now, it looks like I'm going to have to take the L on these production credits for the last song, but it's all right. I'm going to figure it out and let everybody else know. We'll, we'll get back to that. But yeah, that was I Heard, Knowledge. Check out the tape. Peep it out. Peep it out. Fire shit coming out. Last but not least, Heat of the Week this week. We got the man, Conway the Machine, dropping this uh, ill little album this past week. It's called Everybody is Food to Eat What You Kill. Name of the song we're listening to today is Painkillers. Oh, yes. That shit goes so hard. Yo, yo. Wax worm wrapped around the swisher. Don't make me show up to your show with a thousand killers. They ain't official, get me from round them get niggas. Round them Cause niggas. I will fuck around and down them niggas. Niggas talking loud, got a big mouth, my four pound is big. Drinking Henny on the bench in the Sumner houses with Ella. What up, my yeah. nigga? The flow six, Sal Manila. 
I will slap a nigga with the power of a thousand pound gorilla. I don't respect niggas' jaws, I break them. That's why. I don't buy chains, I take them. Lobster tail and fillets, I was just eating steak. Em. Dreams about that body I caught, I can't shake them. Talk to him. Yeah. And my jacket is a one of one Maybach, I'm about to snatch before the summer come Your shit dropped, you disappeared, you was the one and done Threw that burner in the foot of fairy, copped another gun uh, Alexander Wang on my bitch, thing on my head Think this shit a game, you get hit I'm from Maybach, boy, this shit is dangerous, bitch You gotta be a gangster just to even hang on my shit I can look at you and tell you a tell. You pussy. Cause you pussy and we know you will be food in jail. Everything I do, I do it well. All I do is prevail. Playing Rick James while I'm doing rails. <laughs> Hold up, let me do a rail. Tool in your mouth, give you a root canal. Fuck the billboards, I'm selling crack, I'm number two in sales. <laughs> I hit your body with a Ruger shell. Yeesh. Yeesh. Griselda boys out here always. Conway the Machine. Everybody is food too. Eat what you kill. Check out the album. Name of the song was Painkillers. It's just just always the the nastiest, grimiest beats over there. Uh, uh, those boys. Props to them. Props to them. Good year for them. Most definitely. Oh yeah. All right. I think that's about it. That's uh. I, this is all that I have to take up of your time today. You know. I I can I can release you now from this prison I have entrapped you all in. <laughs> Please feel free to shout out uh, again where people can find the music and you know social medias and whatnot. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Mandarin Loop, uh, YouTube. Uh, I still got some shit on SoundCloud, but I don't post nothing new. Yeah, just find me at Mandarin Loop on whatever you choose to look me up on. Boom. Yeah, probably. Um Easiest, probably quickest way, just shoot me an email. B-L-A-C-K-B-I-Z-A-N-T at gmail.com. Because I got tons of shit. Like, I got videos. I got, you know, I did a podcast, like, um, from Sultas Radio. Did, like, five episodes. Had the season finale last week. Word. So, there's just, like, so many different things, like, to just list. But just, like, yeah, hit me up. We'll talk. And then... How's Dev? on Etsy for um, the vintage shop you would just type in Cosmic Garden with two N's oh. and you can find me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap Instagram at the Steez Trap I would like to give a shout out to all of my beautiful guests that graced the trap house today thank all of you for taking your time to do this I appreciate it I'll give you a little clap for that thank you. <laughs> no worries and that's all we got for today y'all we out this bitch. Much peace and love.